Welcome to Zen Bones, ancient wisdom for modern times. This is Mark Lesser. Why Zen Bones? Our world is in crisis and ever-shifting, and now, more than ever, more wisdom, clarity, and courage are essential, especially in the world of work, business, and leadership. Today's episode is called Thriving in Change and Uncertainty. We begin with a short guided meditation, and then I talk about three practices for navigating and shifting our relationship with change and uncertainty. And today's Zen puzzler comes from the words of Dongshan, a ninth century Chinese Zen teacher, that includes the phrase, everyone wants to leave the endless changes. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now let's begin with some sitting practice, some meditation practice together. Dropping in, arriving, pausing. In this ordinary, ordinary practice of bringing awareness to the body, to the breath, feelings, thoughts, uh, ordinary and uh, not so ordinary. Uh, bringing a approach, attitude of curiosity. Think of it as a warm-hearted, warm-hearted curiosity. What is it like to be here now? What is it like to be breathing? Uh, using using the breath as a anchor some stability letting letting thinking mind do its thing but gently bringing uh, awareness bringing attention back to the breath to the body Uh, opening, opening our minds and hearts what um, 
what does it feel like? What is it like in the body if there were nothing lacking? Right now, there's nothing to strive for. A Zen teacher, uh, Shinryu Suzuki, uses the expression, uh, no gaining idea, no gaining idea. <laughs> and yet, and yet he also says, uh, if we're going to bake bread, we should make tasty bread. And we do that by watching with care. Noticing, noticing how water and flour transform. And, uh, this, uh, this practice, just watching, just without any sense of anything uh, missing. Allowing, uh, allowing our full functioning to arise. Just putting ourselves uh, we into the putting ourselves into the oven, the oven of our awareness and attention. And keeping it simple, uh, breathing in, breathing out. And I'm going to uh, ring the bell. You can uh, stay with me or please uh, Feel free to continue sitting if that's what calls to you. Thriving navigating uncertainty. And we certainly are living in a time of a tremendous change and uncertainty. And in some way, I think this heightened lack of clarity uh, makes it difficult to see and understand our tendency to avoid or deny just how uncertain our lives uh, really are on any given day. 
and more clarity might be our most uh, essential need and path as as individuals in relationships and throughout our communities and our world and i think clarity is often obscured by our habit energy and how we respond to change and uncertainty so finding clarity and equanimity and freedom in the midst of uncertainty is core important uh, zen practice human practice i think that can uh, benefit everyone regardless of our age or gender or race or faith or profession and i often come back to one of my favorite uh, zen teachers of all time uh, dongshan who lived during a ninth century china which was kind of the golden age of Zen. And he talked about these three ways of navigating change, uh, finding more clarity. And these three ways are what he, he called uh, the bird path, the mysterious way, and the open hand. And I suspect that even, uh, and maybe especially in ninth century china there was a great deal of uncertainty about day-to-day -day life but let's look at these three uh, these three teachings and how they might be applied as practices uh, as ways of living uh, ways things that we can learn from and integrate into our our challenging and uncertain world so the first is uh, what he called uh, the bird path, which is leaving no trace in the midst of activity. And this in a way is the, uh, the opposite of a worker or leader or manager who has a way of uh, leaving stress and a, or a, wake, a wake of difficult emotions. Uh, for example, when we feel impatient, um, it's a really common sense to leave a, a wake of impatience and blame and communicate dissatisfaction or even to, uh, to put others down. So the bird path, uh, the aim is to notice this feeling, any feeling of impatience or a sense of urgency and to be able to find a sense of uh, openness, curiosity, warm-hearted uh, curiosity, right in the midst of whatever we're feeling. And this is challenging, right? The bird path is challenging and is uh, aspirational, right? Much of these practices, I think, are uh, aspirational in nature, like I was describing during our meditation, you know, so on the one hand, uh, you know, let go of uh, any gaining idea. But of course, we want to be able to uh, do things well. We want to even be more sage-like. Uh, this is um, uh, something as I've been rereading uh, Shinryu Suzuki's Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, I'm struck by this uh, 
apparent a paradox of a no gaining idea and at the same time this aspiration to be awake to be more sage like and this the bird path feels like that and and uh, this is the practice of being i think so comfortable in our own skin that we're able to not be fooled not be drawn into denying or overreacting right finding just the right way uh, an appropriate response so the the bird path is like soaring more effortlessly and effectively uh, dropping into more effortlessness and effectiveness in leaving no trace the bird path the second practice that dongshan talks about is what he calls uh, the mysterious way uh, recognizing and appreciating how much we don't actually know uh, finding comfort in this not knowing you know at the heart of this practice is greater comfort and effectiveness while responding to change and uncertainty a skill that most of us can use right now practicing with and embracing this mystery allows us to find our way with more ease and confidence even when there are you know the usual patterns when there aren't when we lack the usual road signs to give us a sense of navigating our way you know we make lots of decisions in our business lives our personal lives without knowing the outcome we weave together stories that make our decisions and uh, and our lives. Uh, we try to make our lives as explainable as possible. But underneath, we know that there's tremendous sense of uncertainty, that the world seems to mysteriously function without a specific intervention. Uh, fish swim in the sea, the sun rises and sets, Businesses start and go through their ups and downs. We work collaboratively with people from many cultures around the world. So this is the practice of the mysterious way. Uh, it's much like in um, my book, Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, the practice, uh, don't be an expert, right? None of us are experts in the realm of relationships or mindfulness or human emotions or consciousness. But when we appreciate the mystery in these realms, uh, we can learn to live more with a sense of openness, curiosity, and even a sense of adventure as we learn and grow. So this is the second practice, uh, the, mysterious, the mysterious way. And the third practice he calls uh, the open hand. And this is simple and powerful. Right? It's the opposite of working and living with a closed fist. I've noticed that many people, um, especially leaders or people trying to uh, accomplish things, tend to live and lead with fists closed, often with a closed mind and a heart. And this often comes from a sense of scarcity. Um, and it's a way of you know, avoiding stress and trying to uh, uh, deny or avoid uncertainty. 
So this practice of the open hand involves noticing when we are making a fist, when we're living with any sense of uh, rigidity, and instead to uh, open, open our hands, uh, open ourselves, uh, opening our hearts and mind. So this practice of the open hand means seeing our work and our life as an offering, uh, responding uh, generously to uh, needs and problems. It's about cultivating an attitude of care and service. I want to share a poem uh, by uh, the wonderful poet uh, Naomi Shihab Nye that expresses some of the spirit of Dongshan's teachings uh, for working with uh, change and uncertainty. And this poem is called uh, Burning the Old Year. Letters swallow themselves in seconds. Notes, friends tied to the doorknob. Transparent scarlet paper sizzle like moth wings, marry the air. So much of any year is flammable. Lists of vegetables, partial poems, orange swirling flame of days. So little is a stone. Where there was something and suddenly isn't, an absence shouts, celebrates, leaves a space. I begin again with the smallest numbers. Quick dance, shuffle of losses and leaves. Only the things I didn't do crackle after the blazing dies. Yeah, so please um, experiment with Dongshan's three ways, the bird path, the mysterious way, and the open hand. Welcome to the Zen Bones Puzzler, where I will regularly be presenting a story or a Zen cone or a poem, something to contemplate, to think about, a story that has purpose. It's about developing greater insight and reflection, not so much for a solution, but as a way to support your practice, a kind of meditation in daily life. Today's Zen puzzler comes from the same teacher who I've been talking about, Dongshan, uh, actually the founder of uh, Soto Zen Buddhism in 9th century China. And Soto Zen is um, one of the uh, living traditions. It's a tradition that I trained in, uh, the, the school of Shunyu Suzuki, the school of the San Francisco Zen Center, and continues to flourish. So Dongshan uh, a, continues to be a much studied and revered teacher. And I love these, uh, what I'm calling uh, Zen puzzlers, or Zen koans, Zen stories. Uh, uh, th this one comes just from something that it's a uh, interpretation um, of something that Dongshan said in one of his talks. And it goes like this, without saying it is or it isn't, 
do you have the courage to be at peace with this? Everyone wants to leave the endless changes. But when you stop bending and fitting your life, you come and sit by the fire without saying it is or it isn't. So he's introducing this sense of non-duality, right? Can you let go of the usual sense of uh, duality without saying it is or it isn't? Do you have the courage to be at peace with this or at peace with it? So it takes courage to not be caught by calling ourselves uh, you know, successes or failures or or to get caught by any of the usual dualities of of what we should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Is it this or that? Uh, any, you know, this is you know, a uh, encouragement to not be caught by the relative world of, of duality um, and instead to open up to some greater uh, possibility. And then the next line he says, right, everyone wants to leave the endless changes, right? That it's recognizing change and uncertainty and to, uh, to be okay with noticing our own resistance to change and uncertainty here, right? This great Zen teacher, you know, even, even though uh, change and impermanence is one of the core assumptions, uh, one of the core underlying tenets of Zen practice and also of human practice, right? That, that there, uh, you know, change, change is part of what uh, is recognizing change, living and swimming in change and uncertainty is part of being human. And so he says, everyone wants to leave the endless changes. But then he goes on to say, but when you stop bending and fitting your life, you come and sit by the fire. Yeah. When, when we stop, I think, resisting change, when we stop living in the world of duality, we can relax. We can come and sit by the fire. So this, um, this puzzler, this koan, this phrase has many possible pieces that you can work with. Uh, you know, um, without saying it is or it isn't, or do you have the courage to be at peace? Or everyone wants to leave the endless changes, uh, or stop bending and fitting your life, and come sit by the fire. So that's I think that's the one I'm I'm going to suggest and recommend that phrase. Uh, when you stop bending and fitting your life, come and sit by the fire. Yeah, so what does it mean? When It means noticing the ways in which we are uh, bending and fitting and instead shift toward a, a radical sense of appreciating and opening and just swimming effortlessly and when there is effort to appreciate the effort, appreciating the resistance and letting it go uh, again and again. So you might experiment with, uh, without saying it is or it isn't, 
Do you have the courage to be at peace with this? Everyone wants to leave the endless changes. But when you stop bending and fitting your life, come and sit by the fire. Now let's all together come and sit together by the fire. Thank you. Listen in each week for interviews, teachings, and guided meditations. You'll receive supportive tools for creating more meaningful work and mindfulness practices to develop yourself, to influence your organization, and to help change the world. Thank you for listening.